I'm Coach Kevin Leathers, and welcome to the Can't Stop Endurance Podcast. I have nearly 40 years of running experience and over 10 years of coaching runners of all abilities. I'm, I'm really excited to be hosting a running podcast again. I love to talk about running. I love to visit with runners and coaches, and I love teaching runners how to be better, smarter runners so that they can then go and have a better shot at achieving their personal goals. Here at the Can't Stop Endurance podcast, it's going to be a mix of training tips, interviews with runners, interviews and chats with other coaches. I really like visiting with other coaches because we learn, we share ideas, and it makes us all better at what we do. And we're going to cover a wide variety of running and endurance topics. I personally listen to a lot of podcasts. And I really like something that's informative, that's entertaining, but with a minimum of chit-chat and useless giggles and and that kind of stuff. So that's what I'm going to strive to provide here at our podcast. We talk a lot about being a smart runner, and it's really vital to reaching your personal running goals that you learn to be a smarter runner. Part of that process is trying to teach you how to think like a coach. I kind of want to be along for the ride. I want my voice to be in their head. Well, what would coach think about this? What would coach think about that? What would he say if I wanted to go do this? Why is that important? Well, it helps you better understand the long range planning that goes into your particular training plan. Why are we doing this? What's the point? We're doing this plan this month to get you ready for next month's plan and so on and so on. It's really important so that you can set proper expectations for your training and racing results. It helps you to focus your efforts. It helps you to achieve your goals. It also helps you to avoid those self-destructive training and racing decisions that we all make from time to time. And sometimes we make the same decisions and mistakes over and over and over again. We try to eliminate those. Also, it'll help you with better injury prevention. If we can get you to the starting line healthy, that's the biggest part of the battle. Because we really need to make responsible, objective decisions that are in the best interest of your running goals. Runners use coaches to help set the roadmap for success, and that's really what I'm trying to do is help you lay out the path to your running goals, whether those are short-term goals or those long-term goals, and along the way, offer you honest, objective feedback so that we can adjust and adapt and become better and smarter at what we're doing. You're supposed to rely on your coach to set your workouts and the the short and long-term training cycles, and we base those on your own individual fitness levels, your own abilities, your own talents, your weaknesses, and your goals. Every runner's, we we have some basic templates that we use, whether you're training for a 5k or a marathon, but it's all customized for that runner, goals, abilities, fitness, and lifestyle. I'm looking at your needs, not your training partner's needs to set your workouts. So we have to be really careful when choosing our training partners. Along the way, we make adjustments to training cycles depending upon the mental and physical condition of the athlete. Well, we also help you set uh, individual racing strategy based on that individual runner and your recent training results and your recent racing results. We can't look back a year ago at a 5K or a marathon to set our goal for our race that's coming up. We need current recent training results. We look at the weather, we look at course conditions, and we look at the the mental condition of the runner, and then we set that racing strategy and racing goal. Nowhere in there is ego involved, honest, objective feedback to set those goals. We leave ego out of the equation. 
I work closely with my athletes. I try to give them guidance and feedback, and we work together to reach those personal peak performance goals. So whether or not you use a coach, you definitely need to learn to think like a coach. For instance, what would your coach say about that aching hip or that aching knee that won't go away and it's still throbbing during your run? Would he tell you to keep going or would he tell you to rest it and recover it and rebuild it? Would your coach advise you to shoot for a PR on a day that's 90 degrees or super humid? How would your coach respond if you said, hmm, should I do those three marathons in three months? Think that's a good idea? And what would a coach say if he could get your training log and take a look at your training consistency and the quality of your workouts over the last three months? So how can you think like a coach? For me, one of the big challenges in coaching motivated endurance athletes is convincing you and showing you how to go hard enough on the hard days to get the desired training adaptations and fitness that we're looking for, while also going easy enough on the easy days and nailing your recovery so that you stay healthy and can come back around and be ready on the next hard day. So learn to coach yourself with a broader, more objective view of your goals. And a lot of times that means controlling your ego. That ego is a huge enemy of endurance athletes and it causes a lot of bad racing and training decisions as in addition to the peer pressure of some of our training partners and our endurance community. So remember a few tips. Easy days must be easy. I need you rested and strong when the next hard workout rolls around on the calendar. And many times it comes down to, I just have to tell a runner, no, no, you should not do that workout. You should not go do that race. You should not use that fueling source because it doesn't fit our goals. It doesn't fit your current fitness and it's going to sidetrack and maybe get you injured or compromise your training cycles. Training partners. Yes. Train with partners. I think a training group is excellent for making you a better runner, but you have to make sure the workout and the training group fits your personal needs and your personal fitness. I really want you to learn to use a detailed training log to track your workouts, your mental focus, your aches and pains, track your weight, track your nutrition, track your hydration, so that if you get injured or you set a PR or you have a good race or a bad race, we have the evidence, your training log of how it happened. What did we do right? What did we do wrong? And we learn from that going forward. Training log that is is detailed and in-depth usually doesn't lie and offers us really objective feedback and evidence of what you've been doing and why we got the results that we got at the race. So let's all take a big picture approach to our workouts, our races, our goals, our fitness. Is your racing schedule too crowded or you're not racing enough to really get the benchmark data that we need to fine-tune your training plan? Are you setting challenging goals or are you still looking at all the low-hanging fruit and are those goals realistic? As a coach, I really feel responsible for teaching my runners and helping my runners stay healthy and make best decisions to reach their potential. And those are the everyday decisions of workouts and fueling and hydration and recovery and injury prevention. So think of yourself in the same way that a coach would. If you use a coach or start thinking like a coach to make smart, objective training decisions, you'll have a much better shot at staying healthy which gives you the best shot at reaching your peak performance. So like I said in the beginning, I love to talk about running 
And we're going to dig deep into these and, and a lot of other endurance topics here on the Can't Stop Endurance Podcast. So be sure and subscribe and share the podcast with your running friends. And until next time, this is Coach Kevin. And remember, run smart, train hard, and race fast.